Ahoy, Shock Fantasy fans. This is Matt Harrison, and before the show begins, I have three jobs for you. First, please take a look at your phone and hit the subscribe button on the Shock Fantasy podcast on your favorite podcast platform. Second, wherever you're listening, give me a rating and a review for the show. If you include your Twitter handle in the review, we might send you something fun in the mail. We do that periodically. And third, if you haven't yet subscribed to the season pass of Shock Fantasy, you should. You get 365 days of the Shock Fantasy Super Dash, which gives you stats and info to set all of your weekly lineups, including DFS lineups. The Redraft and Dynasty trade value charts, so you never get taken to the cleaners in a trade. Our waiver wire content each week. The Super Bowl, Thanksgiving, and NFL Draft prop bet games so you can make friendly wagers with your family and friends at the most important football gatherings and preseason cheat sheets for basically every kind of fantasy football imaginable. You'd be getting those for next year. Now, all of that curated color coded data comes to you for only $40 for a full year. That's 76.9 cents per week. But if you act now and use the promo code AirBear. You get the whole year for only 25 bucks. That's promo code AIRBEAR, A-I-R-B-E-A-R, for those of you who are brave spellers. Enter that at checkout and we'll knock off $15. Thanks for listening. On to the show. Now, first off, how would we describe shock? <laughs> Welcome to the fantasy. <laughs> nice. Nice. Man, you are one pathetic loser. Ridiculous. Completely ridiculous. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Shock Fantasy Podcast. My name is Matt Harrison, at Explosive Output on Twitter, also at Shock Fantasy on Twitter. Uh, it is Thursday, and that means we are going to preview the Thursday Nighter between the New York football giants and the Washington football team. But before I do that, I just wanted to address the last soundbite in our intro. Ridiculous. Completely ridiculous. That's Norm MacDonald, one of my favorite comedians, probably one of your favorite comedians. Uh, We've loved Norm for years, and unfortunately he lost a battle with cancer earlier this week. So I just wanted to give Norm a shout out and a thank you for all of the humor, all of the sound bites, and all the laughs throughout the years. Thanks, Norm. A reminder to rate and review the Shock Fantasy Podcast five stars on your favorite podcast platform. And go ahead and find Fantasy Football Weekly, which is a show that I'm on, along with Paul Charchi and Scott Fish and Brian Johnson. Hey, find that one, subscribe to that one, and rate and review that podcast. We need more rate ratings and reviews on all of these podcasts just so you know more people find them and they enjoy the same kind of fantasy content that you're enjoying. All right, let's start with the football game now. On the Giants side, it's pretty safe to say that you're not starting Daniel Jones in this game. Uh, Evan Engram is also out with a calf injury, so you cannot start him either. And on the Giants side, I think there's only two to three guys I think people would really consider here. We'll start with Sterling Shepard, who hauled in seven of his nine targets in the opener against Denver for 113 yards and a score. 
Also, Kenny Galladay was active last week and ended up with four catches and 64 yards. And fortunately, he's not on the injury report this week either. Strangely, the Washington defense gave up 24 huge receptions to wide receivers in last week's tilt with the Chargers. Mike Williams ended up with 12 targets, 8 catches, 82 yards, and a score, while Keenan Allen had 13 targets for 9 catches and 100 yards from the slot. All 9 of Sterling Shepard's targets last week came from the slot, so I see him being utilized in the Keenan Allen role and receiving a ton of looks in this one. I will give him a C-plus grade. That's right. We can give pluses and minuses on the Shock Fantasy Podcast. Eat it, Charch. But he only gets the C-plus grade because the Air Bear, Keenan Allen, Batman and Robin duo is much more prestigious than Daniel and Sterling. So C-plus for Sterling Shepard. Kenny Galladay, I will give a C-grade to. And it's simply because until he makes it through about half of a season of play without being injured. I'm still nervous that his soft tissue injuries will rear their ugly heads. And we are in a short week, so he might not have had all that full recovery time. I'm leaving Galladay on my bench if I can. The Giants all but abandoned the running backs against the Broncos last week, and Washington poses a similar threat from their front seven. They held the Chargers' backs, including Austin Eckler, for only 3.6 yards per carry. And possibly the most surprising stat, only one reception for two yards to the whole running back group of the Chargers last week. Now, Saquon only touched the ball 11 times last game. That included one reception for one yard. And it wasn't really quality for him. He's not fully back to 100% from the ACL tear. And he's also listed as questionable for tonight's game. And on a short week... It might not be surprising if Saquon is inactive. If he is active, I think I'm going to bench him, which is a tough thing to do this early in the season for a guy you might have drafted with first round, second round pedigree. However, most people have at least one other good running back on their fantasy roster, and it's time to use that guy because I just don't trust it from Saquon this week. Let's go over to the football team side where the path to victory looks Pretty similar to what the Broncos mapped out last weekend. Teddy Bridgewater was efficient and didn't try to break the bank on any throw. That seems to be what Taylor Heineke can do. In relief of Stu Beard, he completed 73% of his passes for 122 yards and a score. Heineke came in 22nd on the Shock Fantasy Super Dash this week. So he's a bottom-end start in a two-quarterbacker Superflex League. But I wouldn't expect 303 from him on Thursday night. So just a C grade here for Taylor. Taylor's favorite target is Terry McLaurin, who had all four of his targets in week one come out of the hands of Heineke. Tim Patrick and Jerry Judy of the Broncos combined for 11 targets, 10 receptions, 111 yards, and a score against the Giants last week. And Terry moves around for the mismatches all over the field. He lined up almost a third from the slot, the left and the right last week. Uh, Darnay Holmes kept Cortland Sutton very quiet last week, but he stays on the right side of the field for almost 90% of his snaps. So I think they're going to move Terry around away from Darnay Holmes, who looked pretty good last week. A B-plus for Terry McLaurin. Although Logan Thomas might be the receiver you really want in a DK showdown slate. If you use him... 
tonight in the Thursday night showdown slate. He's 7,400 in the flex position and 11,000 as the captain. And that's really the cheapest amongst the named players that you'd want to start in this one. And I think he might have the best, best matchup here. The Giants allowed 10 catches, 85 yards, and a score to the tight end position last week against a trio of Broncos tight ends. And Washington has one tight end that saw a target last week, and that was Logan Thomas. So he gets a solid B in this one, and I'm going to fire him up as my captain tonight. Finally, Antonio Gibson faces off against the Giants' backfield that made Melvin Gordon look like a stud for at least one more week in his career. Only the Vikings allowed more rushing yards to the running back position last week than the Giants, and the Vikings played almost an extra 10 minutes of play going into overtime last week. Gibson's workload, which is targets plus rushing attempts, which is a stat that we use on the Shock Fantasy Super Dash, his workload of 25 was good for fifth most in the league. They were utilizing him a lot. So I like Eckler a lot. I'm giving him an A grade. A grade for Gibby. Finally, I wanted to mention a couple of cheap guys that you might want to throw in your DK lineups, but you wouldn't start them in a traditional league. Uh, Kadarius Toney, the rookie wide receiver in New York, caught both of his targets last week for negative two total yards. And he's coming in at only 1800 in the showdown slate. That's a pretty nice little price right there. Uh, it's worth noting that another wide receiver is coming in a little bit less. That's Diami Brown, who also had negative two wide re- <laughs> negative two receiving yards last week, but he did tie Terry McLaurin with four targets. That's pretty cool. Brown is only a thousand dollars on the DK showdown slate, which is a great value with Curtis Samuel still on the pine. So I'll probably be firing up Diami Brown in a few of my lineups. That's it. That's the Shock Fantasy Podcast for Thursday. Uh, Remember, rate and review the Shock Fantasy Podcast on whatever platform you're listening. Tell a friend. I would appreciate getting the numbers up on the plays. Yeah, I know. I took the whole off-season off. But this is an in-season show. This is a complimentary show to Fantasy Football Weekly, which you will also hear Friday late afternoon. That will be with Paul Charchian, me, Matt Harrison, and Brian Johnson this week. Scott Fish got the week off. What a lucky guy. All right. It's almost 9 o'clock. We've got to go to work. We'll see you guys on the next Shock Fantasy Podcast, which will be next Tuesday for the waiver wire. See y'all then.